Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I'm headed on a trip to Aruba, so I had to go on a huge shopping spree for all new summer clothes, so I know that's exactly how I would use the money I got from Earn In. So make Earn In a part of your financial routine and join Earn In's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earn In, I think about financial stability, security, it gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in For The Girls under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. For The Girls under podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. A few years ago, I got the idea that I wanted my own brand for women to sell women's clothing and lingerie, but I had no idea where to get started. But then I found Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is your no excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. One of the biggest obstacles for a first-time shop owner like me is having no e-commerce experience, but Shopify simplified everything so much that the site has become the least of my worries. From the graphic design aspect to making customer service super easy on my end, there's nothing you can't do. They give you everything you need to take control of your business, even as a beginner. Sign up now for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash for the girls, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash for the girls now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash for the girls. Settling is not an option for Everything me. I desire is already mine. What if you can have it all? <laughs> because every day is for the girls. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of For the Girls. I'm your host, Victoria Alario. And today I'm recording my first podcast with headphones on. Lately, I have noticed a few comments that love the show and have positive feedback for the content, but leave a negative review for the audio, which if I do say so myself, is surprising because it sounds perfectly loud and clear to me. I've had some people give feedback saying that the audio is really low or the quality is really bad. And I don't know why I don't hear it the way those people do. I don't know if it's their phone, their speakers. I have no idea why it sounds like that for certain people but even if I don't hear it that way I'm still willing to try to fix it to make it better so I did order a new microphone but I don't have it yet so I'm not fully into my new sound right now 
but I did get headphones and I'm wearing them for the first time recording a podcast. So I don't know how the sound is going to sound. I just started and stopped and deleted and restarted 500 times because I didn't like the way it sounded, but I'm just going to give it a try. But anyways, today we're talking about your healing era. So let's talk about it. This time, your healing era, this is when you need to prioritize you and only you. You're allowed to dig deep and get super selfish. I mean, you're always allowed to do that. I say selfishness is self-care. But especially now when you know that you're channeling that for the greater good of being a healthier, happier, and more peaceful you. You can 100% see and hear the difference in someone discussing something or someone when they're healed from that situation versus when they're not healed. To me, it's abundantly clear. You can see when they are mentally and emotionally removed from it or when they're not. There's either an energy of peace or an energy of it's still weighing on you. So I referenced this episode of Jay Shetty's podcast a few times, which is something along the lines of signs to know you're wasting time with your partner. I don't know which episodes of mine I referenced it on. I just know that I took a ton of notes on that specific podcast episode of his and I have brought them up and referred to them quite a few times. And he talks about how important healing is when dating and choosing a partner because it's very common for people to go through breakups and go through these hard times with guys, whatever, and then find themselves in similar situations again. And the quote that I had written down in my notes, as I mentioned, I took a ton of notes. The quote that I wrote down regarding that was, walking around unhealed is like walking around with broken glasses. If you haven't healed, you're 90% likely to choose the wrong person. It is too difficult to choose the person who you can truly love and can truly love you when you have not resolved your past traumas and past hurts. Focus on your healing process because you will be able to see more clearly. And that aligns so perfectly with what I always say about unromanticizing your thoughts. I always talk about how important it is to gain clarity and see things in black and white without this blurry gray area. It is so important we see things clearly so we're able to identify what's right and what's wrong, what feels good and what feels bad, what love is and what love isn't. And that right there is a key factor in personal healing. Identifying what is and what isn't self-love for you. So not only just knowing that feeling of love, what love should feel like, what love shouldn't feel like, but more importantly, that self-love. Because in the healing phase, maybe your goal and desire is to have a true, healthy, loving, romantic relationship with someone, But that is not to come yet. Your healing phase is about your relationship with yourself. It's strictly about you and you alone. 
So we need to practice what self-love is and understand what self-love isn't. Because we can think we love ourselves and we can say we love ourselves and we have all this self-love while also simultaneously doing things that are the exact opposite of those beliefs. Like, do you walk the walk or do you just talk the talk? Because you have to be able to know that you're doing both. That your words of I love myself and your actions are aligned. And that you treat yourself with the utmost love. And that you're constantly growing and blossoming your own personal relationship with yourself. Self-love does not come and go. It is hard work. This is something very important. Don't just be like, oh, I'm in a season of self-love. No, you should always have self-love. It's basically like having respect for yourself. And that should never change. That's why it's hard work. Because if practiced properly and if worked on properly, it is designed to be permanent. Self-love should be lifelong. We have to remember to take care of ourselves and to actually put in the effort to maintain ourselves. Maintain, maintain, maintain. Maintenance. We must practice self-love, self-care, self-respect daily. You know how people say high maintenance is a bad thing and it's been talked about so much here on For the Girls about how maintenance just means care. So yes, you may be high maintenance, but that's not a bad thing. Think about a car or a house. You have to maintain these things, right? You have to clean your house every day or every week. You have to do the laundry all the time. Outside, the house may get, I don't know, broken in certain areas. Things may need to be replaced. Like a roof can't last forever. The steps may need to be fixed. Certain things need to be taken care of. Same thing, like I said, with a car. You bring your car for maintenance, for service. I have the freaking place I got my car from calling me every month for this damn service. They're always like, you need to bring it in. We need to check it. We need to take care of it. Moral of the story, anything that you value needs to be maintained. And of all value, valuable things... You should value yourself absolutely the most. So if anyone ever made you feel like you're too high maintenance, it's like, what? You're saying I care too much about myself? I take too much care of myself? That doesn't really make any sense, does it? So here are some examples of what self-love is to me. I give my body rest when I am tired or run down. I communicate my emotions and feelings. I call my boyfriend, my friends, or my family when I need someone to talk to, even if it's about nothing, and we sit in silence. I read a romance book. I only work on things that make me excited and proud. I put my all into my work projects and hold myself accountable to finish everything I start. I make my boundaries known and I commit to them. I take myself on solo dates. I admit my wrongdoings. I spoil myself within my means without guilt. I spend time with people that I can be myself around and feel good around. I keep up with my hygiene daily. I take good care of my hair and skin. 
I relax and watch my favorite shows and movies without the guilt of procrastination. I prioritize my health by taking daily vitamins and eating foods that taste good, feel good, fuel my body, and treat my body good. And I take 10K steps a day. Now here are some examples of what self-love is not to me. And guess what? These are things that I have been guilty of doing that are now things that I really make sure to not do. But of course, I'm not perfect. I'm human. So these are things that I was once guilty of doing that I really practice staying away from now. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around the weight of different stressors in life. And no matter how big or small, when we keep them bottled up, it could start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. Therapy can even be there to just empower you to be the best version of yourself or to also help you practice setting and enforcing boundaries too. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists if need be at any time for no additional charge. Therapy has never been made so easy before. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash for the girls today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash for the girls. We're all girls here, so I think it's safe to say we all agree that we mostly look forward to going home every day simply so we could take our bras off. We wear bras because we have to, not because we want to. But today's sponsor, Honey Love, just might be the thing that changes that for you. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that make you sweat. Honey Love has started a revolution of bras you actually want to wear. Their bras feature supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire altogether without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it'll feel like a second skin and you'll forget you're even wearing it. For a limited time, only you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash for the girls. Support my show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash for the girls. I personally started wearing Honey Love over the summer and was in shock of how comfortable I felt in their bra and shapewear. I'm a huge shapewear girly, especially for special occasions like a wedding to wear under a dress. And sometimes they're just so uncomfortable, too tight. They roll down, they roll up and end up becoming more of a burden than anything else. But I felt so confident wearing Honey Love. It was a totally new experience for me. And now I swear by them. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash for the girls. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash for the girls. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support my show and tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. I tell myself I'll do it tomorrow on something that I should have done today, even though I know that I will regret that. I overwork myself and ignore my body's fatigue due to feeling guilty for napping. I suppress certain thoughts and emotions because of feeling uncomfortable, speaking my mind, or feeling invalid. I isolate myself and don't make time to spend time 
hanging out with in person or calling on the phone, my friends and family. When my parents call, I rush them off the phone. I ignore my favorite hobbies when I'm lazy. I doubt my intuition and second guess my gut feelings. I bend the rules on my boundaries to accommodate people. I spend time with people even though they don't make me feel good. I feel guilty anytime I do anything outside of work. I stay in the house for days at a time and limit myself to any outdoor or social interactions at all. And I barely take any steps in a day. So the point of this is to identify, like I said, what self-love is and what self-love isn't. Once I learned how to identify this, I became able to feel it in the exact moment of doing one of those toxic things on the not self-love list. And I've been able to say to myself, this is not self-love. I am doing the opposite of self-love. Anything that doesn't make me feel good or makes me question myself is so clearly not an act of self-love. So now because I've identified it and saw it clearly, I'm able to stop myself, call myself out on my own bullshit and hold myself accountable. That feeling can truly turn on like a light switch when you start living consciously and mindfully and just really embodied in your self-awareness. So make your lists. What self-love is and isn't. What feels good. What feels bad. What you desire. What you want in a partner. The type of partner you want to be. How you want to treat yourself. What your ideal day or life looks like what you want to hold yourself accountable for. The ideas of all different types of lists you can create go on and on. There are two things that I believe are fundamental for you to prioritize in your healing era. And those are being present and being patient. Be present with everything. Be as patient as possible. The age of social media and having so many options and all of these big, huge goals and comparing to other people and having all of these crazy ideas really hold people back from being present in their real daily life. People aren't even celebrating themselves or where they're currently at right now or even acknowledging their, their wins, their big wins, their small wins, the small wins get no celebration or no credit whatsoever. And so many people, like I said, are falling into this comparison trap. That's even part of the reason why I really struggled with dating apps when I was single because right there you have hundreds of options of people at your fingertips that you're looking for the best. And you're comparing to what this person has or whatever else. And then so many of those conversations and matches, they just go to waste. And you just end up wasting your time. That's why I just, it was just not for me. I hate wasting my time. Speaking of wasting time, being on the phone and all that, I'm also really working on not being on my phone at all when I'm out or with my boyfriend, or my family, my friends, out to dinner, wherever, because it's just a lack of appreciation for what's currently right in front of you in this present moment. And then in regards to patience, you must always remember that patience is the trust that it will happen. 
People lack patience because they want what they want now. They want results now. They want a quick fix. If they don't see instant results, they get discouraged. They quit too soon before they give anything a real chance because they don't trust. They don't believe it will happen. They take no for an answer too quickly or they take rejection so personally. One of the best things that you can do on your healing journey is just trust the process. Like I said, patience is having the trust that you already know it will happen. Instill the trust that what you want exists. And not only does it exist, but it's possible. And not only is it possible, but it's possible for you. Believe in that firmly. And then lift the pressure off of yourself in the meantime on your journey to get there. You may not have it today or tomorrow or next week or next month, but it's okay. Embody that patience and lift that pressure. It's extremely important to try as much as you possibly can to have a low stress lifestyle when you're healing. Stress will make you anxious. It will bring up your negative thoughts. It will trigger those limiting beliefs. And it's going to have you feeling so low that you will lose track of any and all progress you've made in lifting yourself up. So manage your stress as much as possible and surround yourself with the right people in the process. People who trust with you and see life through the same lens. And no, that doesn't have to mean you have to remove people from your life who don't always agree with you. You have to think the same way about everything. No, it's just about having a similar and compatible mindset to the people you spend your time with. Compatibility is so important. It could be very damaging during your healing era to feel a constant need to explain yourself or to always feel so misunderstood. There's a quote that's like, make sure to spend your life with people who speak the same language as you or you're always going to spend your time translating your soul. Those soul connections, those deep connections are so important in order to know that you are understood. And also, it could be really hard to be surrounded by emotionally unavailable people during this time. I was actually just having a conversation with someone about this in particular who's going through a breakup. And during this time, you're just longing to feel seen and heard. And the wrong people, they can't see you. They can listen to your words, but they can't really hear you. You need emotionally available, understanding, and compatible people in your corner. Otherwise, you're going to just feel like you're talking to a wall. And you're going to have this intense desire for emotional connection and support. So there's a few things to do for that. Change your support system. Change your environment. Set boundaries. Say no when you mean no. And yes when you mean yes. Lower your expectations and raise your standards. So let's get into all of them. As far as the support system and environment go, don't spend your time or energy on people and places that don't feel healing. If it doesn't feel warm and safe, don't go. 
If you feel like you're constantly explaining yourself and it's going nowhere, don't keep trying. There's new people and places and things that are better suited for you. Make new friends, join new groups, go to a new gym and connect there, spend some time during your your week at coffee shops, reading or working, whatever it is that you do. Put yourself in different environments and places to build up new connections. I would really prioritize friendships and platonic relationships way before getting back into dating and romantic connections. It at least helps you feel good in this dynamic having true closeness to people. And I don't mean closeness as in proximity. I mean intimately, like having those heart-to-hearts, deep, vulnerable, real conversations and moments with people. The more you build those up, the better you'll feel throwing yourself into the dating world and choosing the right person for you. Now, setting boundaries is huge. You need to know when enough is enough. This is truly honoring yourself. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Stand firm in your no's and yeses and don't people please. This is your time. Please yourself. Like I said in the beginning, it's okay to get selfish right now. It's self-care. When healing, your one and only goal should be inner peace and divine happiness. The goal right now should not be finding a new or a better partner, just being a stronger and healthier you. The only way to do that though is to know what feels right to you in your relationships based on what you personally can or can't handle. Don't be afraid to vocalize your boundaries. Don't be afraid to set personal time for yourself and set work or business hours. Don't handle work things outside of work hours. Don't let people mistake your free time as available time either. Just because you're free doesn't mean you're available to be booked or to be making plans or to be sitting on the phone. If you want to spend your free time doing nothing, then do exactly that. Do nothing. If that's what's healing for you, then do that. Allow yourself that time and space to heal and don't feel guilty doing so because that will directly counteract your healing process. If you feel guilty you're going to set yourself back so far. Listen to your body. This alone can tell you more than you could really consciously tell yourself or realize. Your body will tell you when it's had enough. Your body will tell you when it's exhausted or feeling run down. So put those boundaries up. Set that time aside for yourself. Lowering your expectations will also be vital during this time. We hurt ourselves when we put expectations on people. We think people will think the same way that we do, or we expect people to have the same heart that we do. We think, well, I would do this for you, so you should do this for me. Or even the other way around, like, I would never do this to you, so you shouldn't do that to me. And it's valid, don't get me wrong, Those thoughts and feelings are completely valid. And quite frankly, they are justified as well. It makes complete sense to think that way and to feel that way. 
but you're putting expectations on people simply based on what you would or wouldn't do. But unfortunately, everyone has a mind of their own and a heart of their own and acts based on their own beliefs, their own mindset, and their own feelings. But that doesn't mean that you have to settle for behavior that you don't like. No, not at all. You have to allow people to think, speak, act, and behave from their own mindset, like I said. So remove your expectations, but feel free to raise your standards. If certain situations or something doesn't feel good enough, to you or for you. You are allowed to start believing you're too good for certain things. It doesn't make you cocky or arrogant. It makes you self-aware. You're entitled to knowing what you do and don't want. What have I said throughout this whole episode? Identify what feels good and what feels bad, what feels right and what feels wrong, what feels like self-love, what doesn't. So if you're consistently in situations that feel bad or don't feel right, you are absolutely entitled to knowing that, embodying that, honoring that, and then acting accordingly and moving accordingly and dismissing situations accordingly. So let people present themselves to you, let them show you who they are, and then you decide if that is something or someone you're willing to make the space and room for in your life. If not, remove yourself from the situation altogether. Assess the situation and decide from there. You have to remember that you run the show of your life. So not only are you the main character, but you're the director, the producer, the writer, the designer, whatever other jobs there are, the set costume designer and director, literally everything in between, you decide how the show goes on. So make sure you approve the scenes and how they're being set. Your healing era is your time to thrive internally. People may not see it. You may not see it. It might not be something tangible or external. But that inner peace and inner success is going to change your life. Fixing and working on improving your mindset, it's going to change your life. Get your journals, document your process daily, explain your journey in detail so one day you can look back on it and see how far you've come and just be so proud of your growth and be so proud of yourself. And spend this time getting out of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself with things that you want to do that you're scared of doing. And start treating yourself to whatever it is that you desire. Again, within your means. But really, you know what you want, so treat yourself to those things. And don't be afraid to ask for help or to accept help that is offered to you, especially when you're in need. I know how many of you girls struggle with receiving. I know that's very hard. Almost all of my clients when we get onto this topic tell me that they really struggle with receiving. But this will be huge for you during your healing era. During this time, take as much help as you can possibly get. 
Help is a good thing, not a bad thing. I know a lot of women really struggle with this because they really want to hone in on their independence and really get into that like hyper fixated independent era. But don't fear receiving. Don't fear asking for help. Don't fear just surrendering every now and then. It's okay if you know that you are exhausted. I've been there. I've done that. When you don't ever accept help or receive help and you do everything on your own and by yourself, you probably will get really tired time and time again. It's normal. But I really challenge you to start asking for help when you need it or to not shut it down when someone offers it to you. And don't think that accepting help means that you owe people anything. You're allowed to have a helping hand without it meaning that you have to hurry up and return the favor, okay? Speaking of hurrying up, I know how many of you girls, I'm gonna call you out right now, I know how many of you girls won't even let someone hold open the damn door for you. Maybe you let them do it, but I know that you feel guilty letting them do it because as soon as someone opens, holds open the door for you, you, you speed up. You, you walk a little bit faster. You do that like light jog. You start running to the door so that you can get it from them so quickly because God forbid that person stood there for 30 seconds instead of 20 seconds or 20 seconds instead of 10 seconds, if they're holding the door open for you, it doesn't mean that you have to start adding some pep in your step and running to get it from them, okay? So I don't know how many of you needed to be granted permission on that, but I'm here to give you that permission is granted, okay? And lastly, it is just so important that you know what your needs are during this era and make it a point to understand them. The more you understand your needs, the better you can communicate them. The better you communicate your needs, the more they will be met. Listen to your body, listen to your heart, listen to your mind, listen to your gut, listen to your intuition. Your needs are begging to be heard. I know that you know what they are. I know that you feel them. Don't ignore them. You deserve to honor your needs and you deserve to thrive before, during, and after your healing era. And that is all we have for today. So thank you girls so much for listening. Until next time, girls. Hey, I'm Charlene Joint, and you may remember me from season 18 of The Bachelor, and this is my husband, Andy. Hello. Together, we host Dear Shandy, a relationship podcast where we answer all your burning relationship questions and satisfy your guilty pleasure, aka bachelor needs. Not only do we provide the best bachelor recaps in all the land. So we're told. But we even bring on your favorite couples from Bachelor Nation for live double dates. Subscribe to Dear Shandy. We guarantee belly laughs, razor sharp advice, and to never take ourselves too seriously. 